Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. All right. We've all got beverages. Here we, we are. <laughs> Here we are. Two of us are sparkling. And one and of us. I've got flat. Flat water. Sparkling or flat? Flat. Flat. That's how yeah. they do in Europe. They make you feel like an animal for wanting plain water. Yeah. Flat, flat water. No ice. Well, actually, no. You feel like an animal if you ask for ice. Because That's true. they're giving you ice. And I say this because we are so cultured women of the world. Yeah, we are. World, women of the world, women who have lived, women in STEM, women in STEM. Um, and your voice, your ears are not deceiving you. You are hearing three separate voices today. It's the three gals, Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline, hanging out, ready for a new episode of the A Block. How is everyone? Jacqueline's wearing her eye patches because if you're ever with Jacqueline, you know. She's always wearing eye patches. She's a pirate. <laughs> and by that, we mean a pirate eye patch. It's She's her patch. double eye patches. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's double. It's happening. I had them on earlier because I worked out and came home and um, washed my face. I just like got in my PJs and I oh, yeah. was ice rolling my face. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds so good. I was like, I need to put those on. And then I was like, whatever, I'll just leave them on. <laughs> leave them on. Here's the, I, I'm truly curious because my hot take is, I really like, I do them every now and then I truly do not feel anytime I wear under eye patches, they do anything like I don't feel. So do you really feel like they are doing something when you're wearing them? Like, cause you are the most dedicated under eye patch wearer I know. Yeah. so, So it definitely depends on the brand. I will say there's, um, So like, I don't know about you guys, but I really like wearing them because when I, whenever I wake up, especially in the morning or like, if I like ate like salty foods the night before, or if I was drinking, like I, my face is just always puffy in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you want to follow Kathleen Jennings on Instagram, she's a really good follow. She like tells you how to like depuff your face, whatever. But, um, there's these green ones that I have on right now. I do notice a little bit of a difference. I mean, not a ton, but like, it's just enough, you know? Yeah. It gives you just enough difference. Also, it's probably part of the ritual of it. You probably yeah. feel, the, A, they feel, yeah, when I do them, I enjoy the feel yeah. of them all. I'm like, I, oh. I like, I, and I feel like I'm really doing like something. I'm like, oh, I'm doing it. I've got the eye patches on. Yeah. So here. I also have these ones 
which is these are crazy because you're they're like a full circle and your eye basically is supposed to go like in the donut hole. <laughs> oh, nice. Cool. Which, so you look like you've just had some sort of intense eye surgery. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But I like I cut, cut I cut it. So then you can just like, so it's not so, you know, whatever I, in like on your eye. And I think these work the best. Like okay. if you're super, um, like if you're just like really tired and you, your face overall just feels puffy. I think these like work the best. I feel like I've shared the link to these on Instagram before, but I'll like share that again too. Um, and I'll share that one blogger or I guess influencer that I follow because she like has, she shares a link to all of these and they're all on like Amazon. Okay. Nice. Yeah. No, but no, I, yeah, it's when I do wear them. Yeah. It's just, if they feel good, it's soothing. You do feel like, look at me, I've cracked the code on taking care of myself. Even if it doesn't do anything, I just like the routine of it. It's like relaxing, whatever. I just wondered if everybody else out there has been seeing like drastic results from these eye patch things. Cause I'm like, I enjoy, like, I don't, I certainly do not wear them as often as you do Jacqueline, but like maybe once a week or no, not even that often, but when I do it and I'm always like, Hmm, I don't think that actually did anything. I'm not mad. I'm not mad that I did it, but just don't best is when I pull them off and then I rub the little, I'm like, now I'm really doing it. Now I'm really changing the landscape of my face right now. I'm like, I've turned back the clock 20 years. I'm a child. (laughs) I'm but a baby. (laughs) I'm a baby. Well, good. And talking about it, I'm like with, I was just saying before we started recording, um, with the colder weather and drier weather now, my skin is starting to feel that dry tightness. And so- it's time to up the game. Start to yeah. pull all the big guns. All the big guns. Love it. Um, okay. Well, how did everyone? What'd you say? I said, sometimes you just got to pull out the big guns, you know? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And for me, that is women's. Well, it's not even women's. It's this woman's. My new favorite body lotion is Vaseline. Ooh. Ooh. And yeah, so it has actual Vaseline in it. Let me look at it. It's women's. So Matt, my husband, he, I ended up stealing his lotion a lot because he uses like Vaseline men's body lotion and it's fast absorbing smells kind of masculine, but in a nice way, it goes on like a dream. And so I was like, they have to have a women's version of this that doesn't, um, smell quite like Axe body spray. Um, and so I went in search of it and it's Vaseline. Crap, 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 crap. Hmm. I'll find it. I'll find it. But it's, it's in a, what I said, I'm loving this story. It truly. So just know for a while, I was just walking around using men's body lotion, smelling like an ax commercial. I support it. I'm, you know, I'm a Vaseline truth. Oh, I I know Vaseline product of any kind. Oh, I knew it. I knew as soon as I said Vaseline, you, as soon as I said it, you did, you go, Ooh, (laughs) Oh, Vaseline Intensive Care Advanced Repair. Hmm. What color's the bottle? It is white. I'm going to try to pull it up. For some reason yeah, I bought this before. It's good. I know exactly what you're talking about. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, whoop. can't see a thing. She Haley's showing us her phone, and it's just a blank white, white with a blue Vaseline symbol. <laughs> 
I'm on my iPad, which is from like 2006. <laughs> so whatever, I'll text it to the group. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. not adjusting. Anyway, so if you're needing, and this has really helped me because I love this lotion. It goes on really quick. I don't like lotion that takes forever to rub in. I don't like it if it's greasy. I don't like it. This rubs in like a dream, dries really quick and is hella moisturizing. Like Mm -hmm. hella, like I'm obsessed with it. I think this is the, and it is, it does say it's unscented. I think it's gotta be the same formula as the men's that I was stealing from Matt. Why do they have to go and ruin a good thing by putting men's scent in it? Does anybody's lotion, I mean, like when you're doing like your base coat body lotion, do we really need a scent? No, we're going to build on that with other things. Yeah. Do I need to have on a masculine body lotion that then I put my feminine perfume over to create a bouquet? Like when you spray cheap air freshener in the bathroom? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. It does keep people guessing. It does. They're like, does she smell good? Does she smell bad? Is she a man? Is she a woman? Is it Maybelline? I don't know. So many questions. And I love being a conversation starter. Absolutely. Especially when that conversation's happening without you. Exactly. Oh, I love that. I love to know. I've got to keep people talking. But anyway, Claire, so try that out. Let me know. I sent a, sent a picture. I'll try to remember to post it to our A block story. Um, men's um, scent. How many men are actually using the body lotion like that? Who knows? You know there might I mean? be some dudes that are into it. I'm this proud of Matt for the lotion. You probably would. I'm proud of Matt for using a lotion. Oh yeah. yeah. He loves a lotion. He doesn't use it. He usually he'll come to me in a panic and I think I bought it for him once or something, or maybe he bought it and then I've just repurchased it for him. He never, he doesn't use it on a daily basis, but then about once every couple of weeks, he'll be getting out of the shower and he'll be like, Oh my God, I'm so dry. Where's that lotion. And then hilarious. I love to watch him put lotion on because it's as if he's just met his hands for the first time. You know, men don't know how to put lotion on when he puts it on his face. He's like, uh, uh. yeah, it's like, he feels like he's trying to remove his skin. I don't know. But then he's, it's usually he'll be like, my legs are itching. My back is itching, you know? So he doesn't use it on the regular. He uses it in desperation, but I've got it there and it's ready for use. There. There's any left. If I haven't used it all. It is something to behold when like a man washes his face and like decides they're going to put like a moisturizer on their face. Cause it is like, have you, have you never touched your face? Like, have you never? Yeah. Like, I'm like, you, what do you, you like visualize what this might look like beforehand. <laughs> just like prepare yourself for what you're doing. It looks, yeah. Like a true animal from the wild. Yeah. Like what a bear would do. Yeah. Truly, you put lotion in a bear's hand. They're like, what? Yeah, truly like when you watch men do activities like that, like I just, I'm like, what do you think the goal of this exercise is, sir? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? We're just trying to rub it into your skin. That's it. We're not trying to get to your bone. Yeah, that's all we're trying to do. We were talking on our show today about how men dry their hair with a towel. And I said, it's as if they're trying to get to their skull because they all do the rub it really hard. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you doing? Are you trying to remove your hair? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I think every man does it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To to my knowledge, it's a it's a gender wide phenomenon. Um but hey, that's our only complaint about men, everything else about you. Everything else, 10 out of 10. No complaints. Love doing it. it. 
Love them. Well, any news or anything before we jump straight into our topics? And you guys all know what our first topic is going to be. Oh, Hell, God. it may take enough time. It may be our only topic. <laughs> we can't say for sure. We don't know. Yeah, for sure. Pretty much the um, only thing that's happened in my life in the last few days. Yeah, truly. I was going to say, I've, I was like, maybe I'll springboard off something one of you says, but truly I've just been deep diving. I've been on three hour plus long walks since the album dropped. Wow. Just to listen to the album. It has helped me wake up um, for an early wake up, uh, early workout three times now. Cause I'm like, well, if I get up, I can, I can listen to the album. Yes. See? Of course. And so that's, okay. worked, out. that's worked out for me. Um, I love it. So yeah, Midnight's Taylor Swift dropped. Like, Let's get into it. it. We got to talk about it. What everybody's talking about. about. Yeah, it was the night we recorded our last podcast. It was about to come out. And so now yeah. it's the, Tuesday after and it's here oh my god um, initial what was the first song you listened to did you I listen to it in order yeah you did okay so and what was the first song lavender is it lavender lavender Hayes. Lavender Hayes. yes okay um let's start what are our thoughts yeah initial takeaways anybody who just like overall thoughts on the album I just uh, Elation. I was just so, it's just so fun. I'm just absolute elation. Like, yeah. It's just so fun to have a whole new slate of songs and just this discovery. And there's nothing like that first moment you first get to listen to a new Taylor Swift song where you're like, this is a moment that I'll never get back. And I'm sad. It's, I'm elated that it's happening, but I'm so sad it's passing me by at the same time. I'll never have this feeling again where I'm listening for the first time and hearing the lyrics where you're like, <gasps> when she says a crazy lyric or when she cusses and you're like, yes, Taylor. Yeah. Like like, she talks about being high and you're yeah. like, Taylor, no. You're high. It's awesome. A totally different experience listening to a new Taylor album than any other. Cause like there are plenty of other artists I love. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is something different about listening to a brand new Taylor album, I guess, because she's psychotic and we are also psychotic. And it's, yes, I think it's that. Yeah. It's that it's yeah. the psychosis. It's the mental illness. It's mental illness. Well, no, I think it's because she, she does, she, you know, obviously she's a superstar, but I think she, she's such an amazing writer. And it's like, you can identify with every single one of her songs and truly each one you listen to, you think like, Oh, she wrote this for me, but it's also thrilling because we all know she's been a star for so long. We all know every relationship she's been in. So it's that thrill of who's she talking about? Oh, she's talking, she's calling him out. She's doing it. Look out boys. Yeah. So I will say, I really like that all of these songs are basically like little, like made up storylines, like folklore and evermore. No, they're not made up. She made a specific point of saying that about this album. Really? Yes, they're about specific midnights in her life. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that is true. Oh. Jacqueline, this is changing everything. How did I not know that? Okay, Jacqueline. I totally that was like missed that. introduced the album is written yeah. across different midnights in her life. I, I'm pretty sure. That's the no, way I'm taking it. Okay. No, she did these are specific midnights in my life yes she did say that Jacqueline is that oh you're gonna have a totally different feeling when you re-listen when this podcast is over I totally was like oh this is like folklore nevermore where these are just like all like little like made-up storylines no no way those are midnights from her life and they're oh man I love it I saw a tweet yesterday that said and I made me laugh it said I love listening to Taylor Cuss 
she cusses like she just got permission. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no. It is. She's got such fire behind each cuss word because for so long when she was in country music, like she wasn't allowed to cuss. Yeah. Because country music is not going to play a song with a cuss. And neither is like pop from either, but it's more acceptable in pop music or, you know, more mainstream. It's interesting because like, the glimpses that we've gotten of like the real Taylor, like the, so we don't get those often, but like more, more so those are like the stories about her or like the like paparazzi photos of her, like with her and Joe, like in the UK or whatever. Like she is a very, like, she is a 32 year old woman who like drinks and cusses and like is I think we've learned like she can be very cutting and she has a really like dry sense of humor and like she's got all this this personality that is like pretty like I would say adult but there is something still about her persona as a singer that is still kind of like yeah she cusses like she just got permission but like I'm sure in her daily life like she cusses all the time like Like it's such an interesting I mean, she's obviously she has a persona and, but every other, it's like, yeah, you have, it's like, she's a 32 year old adult woman. She cusses, but I think it truly is. It's just like, cause she didn't cuss for so long and she slowly kind of crept it in the more albums she's come out with. And this one, she's just like all the cuss words, all the cuss words, bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) She's like the bad girl now. Yeah. (laughs) The whole thing, like this was. I think up until the red album or like maybe like the original red release um, or like the summer after something, there was that whole thing, how she had never shown her belly button. Do y'all remember that? It was a huge deal. I mean, I was like a psychotic blogs reader at that point in my life. So like I knew everything about everything. Bells enough for me to be like, oh yeah. And now, like, in she released like her music. She's and now she like shows her belly button all the time. But long story short, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, you slut! <laughs> belly button, <laughs> just showing it freely. She's out there slinging her belly button. Look at her go. Showing mm-hmm. her drinking, drinking, kissing, kissing. Maybe more. I, I don't know. I don't. Well, she's not married. She's not married, so there's yeah, no we way. Know of. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Um, current. What's your current favorite song? For me, it's changing day by day. Right now, what is the song you're loving the most? Agreed that it's changing day by day. I think right now, oh, I, right now, I think it's Sweet Nothing. Oh, so beautiful. So, oh, see, even just you saying that, I could change to that because they're all so good. Mine currently today, though, that I've listened to probably six times today is Midnight Rain. I love oh, I love, I love, actually, Midnight Rain was my first favorite. And I think overall that will remain my favorite favorite. It's just so good. And just the creepy beginning. The far, I I, that's it. what I've seen a lot on TikTok. People being like, with showing when they first listened to it, we're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it is would, shocking. Weird. I'd say my top is, I, I really switch between Lavender Haze and Bejeweled. Oh, both good. As both my good. top two. Yeah. I also love the Great War. Yeah, I love Karma. Karma. I love fun. Mastermind. Yeah, Mastermind is good. Antihero, obviously, I think is like I don't know that it technically needed or is it technically the title track? I mean, it's not a title. 
so I guess that technically doesn't fit title track, but because she made the first video for it and said in those videos, like, this is my favorite song that I've written in a long time. I feel like it in my head is kind of the standout single yeah. from the album. So this is the one I listen to the most and adore very much. I think it's yeah. so and when everyone's quoting already, it's like yeah. the iconic line. Yeah. It will never be high. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> I've got that in my top five. Maroon. Oh, absolutely. I love Maroon as well. Yes. Same. When she says fucking legacy, I'm like, <laughs> 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 badass, Taylor. I'm like, yeah, I swear. Yeah. I, yeah it it, once, it says it a second time, even harder. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. My current favorite, I'm, I'm wrong. My current favorite is Paris. I'm obsessed with the song Paris. That's a good one, too. I'm, I'm not listening to it yet. I'm still working my way through the album. There's a couple I still listen. I haven't even listened to Paris. Okay, good. I think All right. I'm just gonna move that up. Tracks. Okay, so, yeah, because I'm still I've still got like six songs I haven't even listened to yet. My I have yeah, songs I like multiple times. I have to listen to each one multiple times. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. favorite off it's of a like the- job. It's a full time job. Okay, working yes. our way through the album. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The first thing I asked that morning when I went into work is I asked my 65-year-old male boss. He, like, I hadn't seen him. I'd been in the office for, like, 45 minutes, and he got in, and he turned around. He goes, hey, Claire, how's it going? I go, hey, boss. Hey, have you listened to Taylor's new album yet? Dropped at midnight. And he was like, "Uh, no, I haven't. But I (laughs) was aware there was going to be a new album. And I was like, great. And then we were in a meeting later on, and then everybody left the room, and then I was still sitting in there, and he was messing with his phone. I said, you downloading Taylor's album and he <laughs> just glanced up at me and looked back at his phone and then I left <laughs> he's probably like oh my god <laughs> you left the room and he was just like meanwhile you're walking to your desk like do I work for a loser okay absolutely judging each other oh yeah you're like okay I guess you're boring yeah I give I him reasons on a daily about, basis I guess you don't care about lyrics yeah. I guess you care about speaking to my heart so you don't care about poetry, okay? Yeah, poetry. Although I will say an anti here on, I know it's a big topic. I'm one of the people, I think Sexy Baby is so hilarious. I, I think it's so hilarious. Even the first time I heard it, I was like, what? I know. I was like, did she say Sexy Baby? Sexy and Baby. She, and I'm like, she did say Sexy Baby. That it's was just one of those things that didn't really stand out to me initially. And I just was like, okay. And then like, everyone was like, that's so weird. I'm like, I don't really think it's that weird, but I don't know. I think it's just the phrasing. Like it's I've never heard a funny phrase. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny. Look yeah. at her sexy baby. <laughs> like it's just weird. <laughs> and what but is she? I've seen people. What? What's the opposite? She's a giant or monster, a monster on the hill. Monster on the hill. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I've seen some commentary on that. A girl did a whole thing and she said that's referencing Beowulf. And uh, there's this co- uh, a sister Grindel. book. Grind- yes. People are saying that's on it because it actually talks about monster on the hill approaching the city. But then Sexy Baby, I've seen references, people saying it's in reference to um, a 30 Rock scene. Where Have you guys okay. seen this? No, the only thing I kept, I don't, I don't, it's from that. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad you said that. I hadn't heard that yet, but I've been thinking like, why is it familiar to me? I have heard sexy yes. baby before. Is it, it's from the episode where like, it's that, um, Christine Milotti girl. She yes. comes on as the comedian and she's like a sexy baby. Okay. And then yes. he's like, okay, you got to drop the sexy baby thing. Yeah. Yes. And the girl's like, but I am a sexy baby. And it's just like, so maybe it's, it's like, just 
confidence. And then someone else posted a clip from Ted Lasso or that playboy soccer player. If anyone sees Ted Lasso, he says something about I'm a sexy baby. <laughs> it doesn't hit as hard when a man says it about himself. Um, it means but so I guess when they because- call, when she says you smell like a baby prostitute. <laughs> Sorry, I got choked on my excitement over that. <laughs> yeah, but it makes me laugh every time. And I'm like, it's just, for me, it's just funny. Cause yeah, it's just an odd phrase. But also just like, I've never described it. It's just like, there she is a sexy baby. <laughs> well, I'm like, sexy baby. I in on the joke. Like at first I thought, oh no, when people were making fun of it, I was like, oh no, Taylor's probably like, oh, people don't like my lyric. It's like, no, she's in on how stupid it is. Absolutely. She knows. Taylor misses nothing. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it, why she did it honestly yeah the phrasing yeah. really hit home for me this week too uh because among our private circle we received some photos from the wedding that we were at this last yes. week and I feel like I've never felt more like a monster on a hill as opposed <laughs> to a sexy baby seeing some of these photos of just like and all like they were somehow we all managed to be in some of like the most unflattering positions or just make some of the absolute most God awful faces going about like our lives, like we're not doing anything too out of the ordinary and just being captured on film and being like, Oh, wow. Okay. So I think everyone else is a sexy baby. And then there's me. I don't even know what. And so every time I heard that song after seeing those photos this week, it was just making me laugh. I was like, yep. I feel head down, <laughs> slowly lurching towards your yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Just so funny because a lot of the pictures came from one of our friends' moms, and it was so sweet, but it was such a mom move. Like a lot of the pictures that were sent were very cute, right? Individual shots, great group shots, everything was fine. Then a couple of pictures that we were like, why wouldn't you have just deleted that? We look horrible in that photograph. <laughs> all of us I'm like this does yeah. nothing for my dis- body dysmorphia <laughs> it's a candid like, pic- yeah it's a candid picture but it's not like a cute candid picture it's like everyone's face is caught in a weird moment everyone's standing at a weird angle and it's just like um it truly looks like a, you like if you search your house on google earth and if you happen to be standing outside the day they drove by your house like it could oh. only be worse then. And you I'd just say 86% woke up. of them, I'm blurry. Like, I, because I'm constantly <laughs> moving. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't Claire bother to stand still. <laughs> yeah. Claire's if nothing, if not a live wire during time. <laughs> of like... But, okay. So, I don't know if I'm prepared to rank this album uh, in terms of all of Taylor's albums. I yeah, do. I'm really not like ready for it. that either. I'm not, sh- I, I just don't know where it lands yet for me. Yeah. I, I need to know its longevity first because yeah. like, I remember early on, I would have said, I don't like reputation. Reputation is one of my least favorite Taylor albums. And now it's like probably in my top, like I love reputation and uh-huh. I'm a rare person. I don't love, like, I'm not like a 1989 Stan at the time I would have thought I was, but now it's like, there's like yeah. two songs on there I might listen to, but more songs are in heavier. Yeah, I would agree with that. Albums. I would agree with that. Yeah. And it, so I'm just, I'm not ready to make a judgment on Midnight's Legacy quite yet. No. Um, what are your top five? 
Like, and no, it doesn't even have to be like in order, just in no order, like top five favorite songs. Uh, okay. Top five favorite songs on this album. Um, let's go. It's going to be, yeah, this is going to be an order. So it's going to be. Yeah. No order. Paris mastermind sweet nothing midnight rain oh god maroon yeah i I really love the great war bigger than the whole sky high infidelity i really like um glitch would have could have uh oh anti-hero i like them all i like them all you know know. I don't have any skips right now. Like yeah, any of them come on and I'll listen to them. Yeah, I'm loving them all. I'm tr- I'm still working my way through. My current five are, I mean, some of the first ones we all listen to because of the order, but I'm still working my way through them and they're the ones I've easily listened to the most. Antihero, Maroon, Midnight Rain. Um, uh, yeah, Maroon, Antihero, Midnight Rain. I really enjoyed Bejeweled, actually. I wasn't jamming first, but then now that I've listened to it a couple of times, I'm like, ooh, ooh, and then the video has come out. So I'm like, once a video comes out, I'm like, okay, we're really going in on this song. So am I. And um, Karma. I actually really like Karma. Karma's great. Because I like, I saw someone post about it on TikTok and they were like, I think the vibe of this is, and it's so true because when you first heard the track was going to be called Karma, it kind of seemed like it was going to be like, kind of like vigilante shit, kind of like hard, like let's get crazy. And then- it's kind of just a saying that like, look, you were in a shit situation. Someone mistreated you. They did something bad to you. You go on knowing you did nothing wrong and you've got peace and know that shit will find them. And I was like, that's true. Like karma will take care of it for you. And so I've just kind of, and it's just kind of a, I don't know, a blissful vibe. So those are mine right now. Claire has moved her camera where it looks like she's filming. Um, I don't know. Mystery science theater with her cat. Like they're about yeah, to do some. Like what is going on over there? Well, yeah, he just he walked right up here and was like looking at the computer. And so I just thought I'd let him in on the, the chat today. Rue, what uh, are your favorite songs? But hold on about karma really quick. Did y'all see, you know, Iggy Azalea? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He had tweeted karma is so good. And all these swift Swifties were like, oh my God, she's a Taylor stan. Yes, karma. And she was like, uh, LOL, I do love Taylor, but I was just talking about actual karma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. She was like, but oh, you know, so funny. Funny, but... <laughs> I love that. That's so good. She's like, oh, actually, I was just saying. She's like, um, <laughs> but yeah, very... what are your top five? Okay, my top five are. Okay, it is Lavender Haze, Bejeweled, um, Snow on the Beach, um, Vigilante Shit, and High Infidelity. <laughs> no five you give. Could there be one that we're like, mm, really, that one? Any yeah. five. You could, anyone out there could give any five. And I'm like, yes. I know. I don't really like question, and I don't think any of us have even like- put that one up. Yeah. yeah question. I know that's the thing. My top five could be very fluid. All five could be interchangeable. Yeah. It'll change tomorrow for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I also feel like this is one of those Taylor albums where like the more I listen to it, the more my favorite songs on the album will change. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and there's parts of songs like there's a part of you're on your own kid that I really love, but uh-huh. the song in and of itself is not like going to, it's probably will never be my favorite song, but I love one part of it. So I'll always listen to it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I just want to listen to that one part. Yeah. It's the bridge of course, because that's what Taylor does. The bridge um, is always like, Oh yeah. And it's um, a long bridge. I'm like, is she going to get a breath in here? I know it goes on and on. And that's how, um, there's, that's how would have, could have, should have is. Same. There's a really long bridge and there's a TikTok. I was dying at this TikTok because like the true Swifties out there are like, they're okay. They're bonkers. Like these people, I, I actually don't know how like they do anything else because yeah, some the, people are too obsessed. The amount of time they're devoting to like clues, Easter eggs, theories, making oh, it's, too much. it's just like, I really, I mean, I, I'm being completely honest. Don't know how they have time to do anything else. Yeah. But there was a funny, um, TikTok, it was the bridge of would have, could have, should have, which is kind of what people think is like the sequel to Dear John. It, everyone thinks it's about John Mayer because she talks about being 19 and different things. Oh, um, interesting. But um, there's this, like, I think it's from like a video game or like a Jeep simulator, like Jeep Wrangler simulator, where it's just animated video of a Jeep rolling down a hill and it just like, and it, it, but it's put to the bridge because it's like getting out of control and like building and I was dying watching that <laughs> oh that's so good it reminds oh, I me love of that. a different Swifty like creation during for Invisible String from Lover where um it's like there's some part of the song that like I don't know it, but it's just video of this person floating. And I don't know. It's so funny. It's so stupid. And I don't even know if these people who are making them understand how funny it is. But anyway, oh, I, I really the Taylor Swift content on TikTok is so good right now. So good. Uh, Jack, but I said I'll send it in the group in our group text. But I sent it to Claire the other night, and I've watched it probably ten times. There's a girl on TikTok who is I guess a professional voice coach and people challenge her and her whole thing is talking about how some of Taylor Swift's melodies are actually incredibly difficult to sing and it's kind of crazy Taylor can sing them and so people send her specific lyrics and she tries to sing them and they it is so hysterical the one I sent Claire and I've watched it 10 times it's the part where she goes I want to say it's love he never called it what it was so it's like high low and she's like okay cool she goes want to say it's love okay want to say it's love never called it what it was was she goes like so <laughs> laughing it was. Yeah, she goes what was and it is <laughs> so hysterical she also did champagne problems she's like but i remember all my champagne problems <laughs> it's so hard to sing normally it is it's just like who it's like if it's not taylor what are you doing yeah that's so fun. I so um speaking of theories about some of these songs, have you guys seen the theory that I think it's called Bigger Than the Whole Sky mm-hmm. is potentially about her having a miscarriage? Yes. Yeah. And when you listen to it with that in mind, it seems it's I'm like, what else could you possibly be talking about? Like I know. Yeah. I, I saw that theory earlier today on TikTok and then I like went and listened and listened to the song and I'm like oh my god it's really sad yeah what and a lot even if it's not a lot of women yeah 
and, and saying it really touched them women who have gone through miscarriages. They're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly how I felt. So even if she didn't mean it that way, people are like already like, oh, what a beautiful song. This has touched me so much, you know? So it's so nice. Yeah. It is a really yeah. sweet and sad song. And I was so thrown off by one part of it. Like, the first like two times I heard it because in that song, she says what could have been, would have been, should have been. And she has a song called what it could have, should have. And uh-huh. I so I thought that was that song. And then I like, so then I, I wanted to listen to that song and I went to play would have, could have, should have, or whatever. And it's not that song. And you're like, what the hell? And it was like, this is, yeah. I don't know what's going on here, Taylor. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was trippy in a way. Um, okay. And so what do y'all think of the two music videos so far? Okay. I've not, I've watched some of the jeweled and I'm just appreciating the beauty of it. Taylor with colorful eyeshadow on, I instantly was like, I love this. She's but, never, I don't know what's going on with her, but she looks really good right now. She does. She's totally. Looking she's looking she's, really good. like, she's not too thin. She's yeah, not, yeah. Like, which I know is terrible to say, but like, there's been times where she, I think has been really thin. No, she I agree. Healthy and happy and like really pretty. She just yeah. is unapologetically herself. And she, within that, she is just fucking glowing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, she's looking what absolutely perfect. Like. What'd you say? I wonder what that's like. Cause I'm <laughs> sitting over here. <laughs> my dry skin and my, I can, I can take a shitty, a shitty candidate of Taylor right now. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, okay. I watched the anti-hero video and I was just like, what are we doing? There's so much to unpack. It's weird as hell. Um, I couldn't get on board with it. I probably will never watch it again. Bejeweled, I've watched most of it when I was like at work today and I was like watching it and then just, I just was appreciating the beauty of it. I love the jewels, but you know, so neither one has blown me away. In general, music videos, make me a bit uncomfortable. Like, I don't know why I just, there's something about them. Like, especially when the singer is like the star of the music video. And I think historically, I don't really love Taylor's music videos. I know some people do love them. Uh-huh. Then uh-huh. Just like, yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm like, what are Taylor, what are we doing? What are we doing? Anti-hero especially was just there's like, a lot of ideas. Yeah, but she was like, these are my crazy. Like she said something like my, intrusive thoughts and I was like these are intrusive thoughts they are intrusive thoughts. we are in fact we are drinking from miniatures we are throwing up glitter I don't know what's going on and like some things are really silly some things are really serious and then why I, I the part of that song I truly do not understand is when we take the left field into her um daughter-in-law and yeah. I'm like, what's no, going on here? Story. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah, doing. It, it's a whole fever dream. I'm like, well, we've left reality. <laughs> I feel like historically with Taylor's um, music videos, I feel like I probably have been like 60, 40, 60 as in really not liking them and 40% as in liking them. Um, and I think that's kind of how I was with this. Like I liked Bejeweled, Antihero. I just was like, okay. That was a music video. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes <laughs> me sad like, because from the little teaser clip she showed us before she released any videos, and I saw clips from what ended up being the anti-hero music video, 
I was really excited for what it might be when you're seeing the two tailors next to each other. I was like, Oh, she's like really exploring like the duality of her persona or like, yeah, a darkness and like a poppy. And that's very up her alley too. Yeah. But it wasn't really that. It It was was kind of, but not really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, definitely like uh, what I've seen of Bejeweled I've liked it better anti-hero I was just like but you know my thing with music videos nowadays I just kind of feel like they're played out I don't get music videos anymore I feel like back in the days of TRL and MTV like they were it when a new music video was out it was like oh it was yeah. as equally important as the song now I'm kind of like well she's really one of the few who do them yeah who does them yeah yeah I yeah back in like the heyday of TRL and VH1 of course like it was like everything. And I did, I think I, I did like them then. Cause I'm thinking of like nineties, oh, early two thousands videos that I love, but it was somewhere in like the mid two thousands where I got this weird uncomfortability about music videos. Cause I remember I was working at Nordstrom at the time and we played music videos in the department and I would get like, so un- I was like, Oh my God, I hate this. Oh. Like it's just it, like cringy. Like these ideas people are having, it's like people just, I don't know. It's like they're, I hate it when a music video has like nothing to do with the song. And a lot of music videos are that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how this was, where I'm like, I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. It's like, what is going on? But yeah. Yeah. Bejeweled was fun. There's, and apparently there's like untold amounts of little clues and stuff in that music video. So (laughs) those people who look up, look for those are just, I don't know, probably suffering from chronic insomnia now. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're going to be all over our TikTok uh, for you pages here. I'll I be- saw one um, theory. I mean, oh my God, I can't even get into it because like I am very deep into these TikToks. Like I do watch all of them. And so like, there's always theories about like, are we getting a double album? When's the next re-release coming out? When's this happening? When's that happening? And there was some um, theory that like, there's eventually going to be 26 full songs on this album. Yeah. Because we're going to get, we got three, we got the 3 a.m. version. And then there's, they think there's going to be like a six version and then a nine version because she released that clock. And there's different, I don't know. But that was exciting to me. That was, that was a theory that I was like, oh, that would be fun because that would just mean more music. But Uh there's other theories out there that people are just, too much and reaching and honestly I'm like guys you don't know Taylor (laughs) like I'm sorry I hate to tell you yeah and I feel bad saying that and kind of bursting that for them I'm like guys come on we all have passions and things we're passionate about but it there's such a thing as a super fan and it and it reaches over the line into weirdness and it's like okay it's all right isn't it called like a, a parasocial relationship? Like where you here parasocial relationship. Let me look up the definition. Okay. Parasocial relationships are one-sided relationships where one person extends emotional energy, interest, and time. And the other party, the persona is completely unaware of the other's existence. Yeah. I'm so, going to just start commenting that definition onto a lot of these TikTokers. Be like, guys, I appreciate the work, but it's going a little too far. And just so you know, here's the relationship you're in. You're in a parasocial relationship and it's scary. And hey, we've all been there. Hey, Most we've talked on the podcast before about how we've all DM celebrities. So we do it. 
we've all dabbled in the parasocial world. But it's good to put a name to it because that way we can start tackling it, you know? Yeah. I'll, I, I agree that this is something we're in and yeah, we can start tackling it. Yeah. Oh um, my God. But um, we are eating oh. as Swifty fans. Yes. I mean, I'm this sure. is a great time to be alive. A time to be alive. We're all sexy babies in this Taylor Swift era. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh, era. sweet. Halloween, I'm going to be a sexy baby. Oh my gosh. And please describe the costume in great detail. Thong diaper. (laughs) Glitter eyeshadow. Top completely bare. Okay. One curl. Oh, right over my eye. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like the iconic baby curl. Um, Drinking drinking a cocktail out of an empty Gerber baby food container. Mm -hmm. Of course. Challenge me. And crying all night long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait to be at that party. Here's Claire. The sexy baby. Isn't she the girl who has no friends? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Today at work, actually. I love questioning in my mind the effectiveness of a thong diaper. Because, you know. Hmm. If you're going number one, great. If you're going number two, you're opening yourself up to what parents affectionately call a blowout. <laughs> oh yeah. It's just, <laughs> but I'd imagine your diaper is just for show. Please tell me you're not using it at the party. Like, I haven't gone to the bathroom in hours. This thing has saved me so much time. <laughs> yeah. I just don't really really go to the bathroom anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't the I'm really circling the room, meeting a lot of people, <laughs> crying a lot. <laughs> These are just oh, ideas. We're in a brainstorming session right now. Yeah, no, these are just ideas. <clears throat> um, okay. Any well, other thoughts? Sort of, yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Final thoughts. I'm loving it. I'm. I'm just loving it. I, there's nothing like getting a new. And like you said, Claire, there's nothing like the experience of listening to a new Taylor Swift album is so different than listening to any other anybody else's new album. Yes. I can't agree more. I'm so excited to listen to it more and to hear lyrics that maybe I didn't hear before and to just know every single word to every single song. No, no, that's the thing. Yeah. We're in, when any song comes on, we're like, yeah. Um, while we have time as well, we got to talk about Leslie Jordan who passed away. That really only 67 years old. If Leslie Jordan had done a million projects, but a lot of us knew him through Will and Grace. If you're younger than us, you may have not known him on that. You may have known him uh, from American Horror Story or more the likely, pandemic. The pandemic. He yeah. shot to fame on TikTok and Instagram because he found, I think, a whole new fan base. People that didn't even know who he was. Yeah. It, it was really shocking because, as my mom said, he posted on Instagram just the day before. And it seems, yeah, he suffered some kind of medical emergency while driving and, and uh, died in a car crash, which is yeah, just such a tragic end to the whole. Yeah. You just yeah. think about the way, the way life can end. It's like, dang. But yeah, I mean, and I think, yes, I knew him from Will and, Gra- Will and Grace initially. And yeah, he was a cute little funny man. But then I think he really was just so endearing to so many people because in those early days of the pandemic, when we weren't doing anything, everybody was following Leslie Jordan on Instagram. Oh my or God. He's so, and he was so just cracking us all up. Yeah. He, and so it's like, he was really there for us during a time when you needed something like that. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just tragic to think 
just two years ago, he was, you know, at the top and now he's not with us anymore. Yeah, but it's just, it's making me, I was watching earlier today a mashup. Um, I think I saw it. Someone had posted, it was like a YouTube compilation of the funniest interactions uh, between his character and Megan Mullally's character on Will and Grace because they hated each other. Be- Beverly Leslie. Beverly Leslie. Beverly Leslie. <laughs> the world's oldest woman. She called <laughs> And that's, I, I use that line all the time about a different, an actual woman in real life. I would always say she's the world's oldest woman. I love that. I'm, I, I, and Grace is like one of my all time faves. Me too. Yeah. The world's oldest woman. Why Beverly Leslie? <laughs> he said, great to see you, Karen. And she said, well, if you were sitting on a phone book, I'd say the same. <laughs> and then she's talking terrible about him. And Jack's like, oh, he's coming. And she says, well, of course he's coming. He's one of my dearest friends. <laughs> I haven't seen too many episodes of Will and Grace, but I feel like I need to watch it like all the way through because I think I would love it. It's oh my god! And I were obsessed with it when we were in high school. I think my sister back in the day bought like the box set of DVDs. I have the I have several seasons on box sets. Good, like iconic writing. Megan Mullally is the star of the show, in my opinion. Like if she's not in the scene, I don't care about it. Megan is amazing. Jack is amazing. Oh, just Jack. John Hayes. Yeah. Um, They're all so good. They are. It's like, it was truly like the perfect cast chemistry. Um, yeah. Oh shoot. What were you saying? World's oldest. The world oldest. She, in that scene, she's in her office. She says, I wish I had a handsome man to come visit me. And he comes in and goes, well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Looks at Grace and goes, but I've got the world's oldest woman. <laughs> <laughs> well oh he and didn't he like part of the time live in chattanooga yeah so he i guess i don't know if he's from chattanooga but during the pandemic he had moved back into his mother's house yeah in chattanooga tennessee which was also so cute and endearing it's like leslie jordan is living in chattanooga tennessee sweet thing and he was a sober king he had, had battled addiction earlier in his life and was sober for the last however many years he was just such an inspirational light like in so many ways, funny, um, had a great story, was obviously very talented and successful. So small, just the very small. cutest, sweetest thing you've ever seen. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it, it is, so I think everybody was sad yesterday to learn that news. Yeah. It was just out of nowhere and it just seemed too short. And yeah, it's just like, he really had just been having such a good couple of years and we all had with him and it was just like, ugh. But yeah, Jacqueline, definitely check out Will and Grace. Anybody out there, if you've never watched it, check it out. Such a good show. And just the scenes with he and Megan Mullally. Megan Mullally's character is a perfect character, but then combined with him and their mutual hatred written into the show is so hilarious. Just their quips alone. And just go search YouTube compilations of just their interactions. I, I mean, do that tonight. I laugh- oh, I laughed so hard today. That's the only one I can remember. But there were like 10, and it was just quick back and forth. And every single one, I was just... I have, oh. I didn't I didn't look at Megan Mullally's post yet, but my mom called me last night. My mom and I we watched Will and Grace together, so we were huge Will and Grace fans when I was like in high school. And then actually, after I'd graduated college and I lived at home for a little bit, my dad and I watched the whole series, and he loved it. Um, but my mom called me yesterday. She goes, "You have to read Megan Mullally's tribute to." Oh, family. oh, it's really long. Oh, it's just. And this photo of them is just so absurd. I don't know if you can see it, but like, the oh little- God, look at him! Oh, so funny. So he just seemed like such a light. Yeah, 
Yes, that is a true bummer, a true bummer. And just such a rotten way for things to end, but such is life. As my mom has told me time and time again, we're all going to die. In those low moments you have, she's there to comfort you. In a way, she does think it's comforting. She's like, just know we're all going to do it. I'm like, thank you, mom. Thank you. You're right. In a weird way, it is kind of like, yeah, so why am I worried about this stupid thing? We're all doing it. You're not going to be left out. No one can escape it. Speaking of death, I mean, truly, the thing that made me feel most close, closer to death than I realized we were was the news that Sophia Grace is pregnant. (laughs) When I saw that, I was like... It, she's still 11 so that's yeah. illegal I was like n- no how if old you- is she 19 okay no that's not allowed nothing's ever made me feel closer to so, Sophia. okay so <laughs> Sophia Grace am I 90 years old yeah apparently we are is she the blonde one or the brunette one the brunette okay I never could keep them straight yeah Sophia Grace and Rosie yeah <laughs> Sophia Grace. My friend's dog's name was Sophie Grace and they were, I knew this dog and this is when they were big at the same time. And so it's always just been a, but front, front of your mind. She's pregnant. She had a sonogram. I guess she has a YouTube channel and she's got a little boyfriend and they, yeah, they're having a baby. But I was like, when I saw that, I truly was like, what? Time is passing at a rapid rate. It is. Oh, if they're cousins. Got- I didn't know they were cousins. Yeah. She's 21 weeks pregnant. Everything is good with the baby. And she added that she knows the gender and will reveal it to her followers at a later date. Exciting. Yes. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of comments, people being like, hey, the news that makes you feel incredibly old. Yeah. It's really, that's how it made me feel. I was like, time is but a whisper. (laughs) That was just, yeah. Hey, she was rapping Nicki Minaj as a child. <laughs> now here we are, she's going to be a mother of a child. Crazy. That is crazy. If Ellen doesn't send her a baby gift, what was it all for? What she was it all have, for? like as a guest? Oh, wait. Ellen's over. Ellen I'm gonna say, her season, it's ended officially right now. Yeah. Oh, it's- yeah. It's over. It's been over a couple months now, right? <laughs> It's been over for some amount of time. I don't know. I couldn't. Wow. Put- <laughs> Love that fact. Thank you for that. <laughs> for, for some amount of time. Hey. It's We're all going to die. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> what is time? What is time? What, what is, is a sexy baby? Mm, you're looking at her. A line that Taylor said that I really, the first time I heard it was kind of like, what? And then the more I've heard it, I'm like, oh, she speaks right to the heart. And it's so nice to know she has the same thoughts we do where she says, I searched the party full of better bodies. Yes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we all think that we'll do it. Everybody's got a better, everyone looks better. Everyone's prettier. Everyone's more svelte. Yes. A lot yeah. of svelte bodies there. A lot of bodies. Yeah. A lot of svelte bods. Um, all right, and Adidas finally coming out swinging, saying they're going to lose $246 million by canceling their partnership with Kanye, but it's worth it to them. Uh, well, yeah, I would say. I, I, think- I would say this is probably about two weeks too late, but sure. Yeah, exactly. That's my thoughts too. I'm like, okay, great, but. Yeah. What, it's just, honestly, at this point, like, I think everyone, I, I saw an interview or um, 
a quote from Trevor Noah the other day, because you know Kanye and him have had beef, and Kanye said stuff about him. And someone asked Trevor recently, they said, Do you saw beef with Kanye? What are your thoughts? And he's all he said was, I don't have beef with anyone who has a mental illness. I mean, for real, it's it's I was talking about this with a girl here, and I was saying, you know, like it's I'm scared. I'm like, it's makes me sad or like kind of scared. And she was like, Oh, I don't think about him that much. And I was like, well, no, I don't think about him that much. Like I'm, I actually don't really have like before this, any feelings really one way or another about Kanye. Like I was never a big fan of his music and I don't know. I don't own his whatever. Um, but it's just scared. It makes me sad when it's like, this person is clearly unwell and they need help. And I don't know how that changes. And I mean, but also what I will say is being mentally ill does not make you racist and say anti-Semitic things. Yeah, absolutely. Plenty of people with mental illness who do not say racist things, who do not, you know, hurl slurs and say this inflammatory stuff. Um, He obviously thinks this, whether he's bipolar or not, or depressed or not. Yeah. You still have the word, but yeah, it's just, it just makes it worse and makes it seem for me, I'm less able to just slam him and be like, what a piece of shit. What the oh, hell? Yeah. I mean, what he's doing is horrendous, but because you know the background and all the true craziness that's gone on and his, uh, you know, he and Kim had been open about, you know, his mental health struggles. It makes it kind of harder to just write him off because I'm like, this is a man in need of help. This yeah. man needs help. Yeah. I mean, he, but he's also hurting people in the process and, yeah. exactly. uh, and yeah. people listen to him. And as we've seen, unfortunately, neo-Nazis around. Uh, the world seemed to be I mean, those signs in LA. I mean, that's scary to think that there's people still alive on this earth, living and breathing that genuinely believe that. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. No, they're it. I mean, and also that they they live in their shadows until someone like this speaks up and it makes them think it's okay. When we've seen this makes people bold. People that actively harbor those opinions about, human beings it's just dark and Kanye has been given several time has been given several chances to like walk back on these comments like in different interviews he's been doing um the interview why are people giving him interviews I blame these media outlets that are doing yeah I know I mean like at this point like I I don't really know what needs what treatment he needs at this point but it's like I mean, finally, Twitter and Instagram basically took down his accounts. Thank God. But yeah, it's like at this point, like we need to stop giving him interviews and maybe even. I don't want to say not talk about him because I do think it is important to talk about how wrong he is but on the same hand I'm conflicted because I don't want to give him a platform and I don't want to give his these horrendous beliefs a platform but I think it's important to talk about how wrong he is and how disgusting um, he is honestly yeah no I think you're absolutely right yeah yeah anyway Adidas finally jumping on all these other brands had cut and Adidas was kind of the last stronghold and his biggest and on most lucrative partnership well, lucrative so. for them too. And I think, yeah. I think that must've played into, um, well, obviously it did like the money aspect of, but like, also I'm sure there was a lot of stuff they had to figure out. 
I, I wonder what goes like when a brand, especially when you've got such a big like partnership and like such a lucrative partnership and legal matter partnership with someone, how long it does take to like sever those ties. And like, if you come out like immediately and say, we're not, we're cutting ties with him. Like, I don't know. I just wonder about all the mechanics that go into making that happen. Oh yeah. It's got yeah, a business aspect out of curiosity. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm reading the, um, an article by Forbes and they, um, so they're reporting that Adidas said on October 6th that the partnership with Kanye was under review. So yeah. 25th. Well, because he's been talking mad shit about Adidas saying they've been ripping off his designs and stuff for weeks. So they probably already were like, okay, um, yeah, they're trying to figure out like what they can to, do. That's what we mean by like legal stuff. Like what are they able to do and like what can yeah. they say? You know, I'm sure yeah. there's stuff like that that goes on to like minimize what they're on the hook for. But I don't know. I mean, obviously the reason why it took time more than anything is just all, all business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure too they have some sort of contract where there's like, you know, they, prob- they probably had to give Kanye like so many days of like a heads up or something like that. Maybe in a, yeah. And they make a ton of money off of Yeezys, but yeah, not any of my money. I'll tell you that. Same. Cause True. I, I never bought money, it, but I won't spend it on that. Yeah. Oh, wait. Right. Anything I, else gals before we dive head first cannonball into self-care and faves. Oh, I do have one quick story that I forgot I wanted to mention and it's truly just a mention. Yeah. But, uh, the man dubbed, the world's dirtiest man has just died at the age of 94, just uh, months, just months after having his first wash in decades. So I'm not saying the shower killed him, but I do think this is a case for not bathing. Guys. He lived to 94 and he didn't bathe. He refused to use soap and water for more than half a century, fearing it would make him sick. And I think my my man Amu was on to something. Good, that makes me feel better about waking up late this morning and not having time to shower. So I feel good. I'm healthy, actually. He had avoided previous attempts by villagers to get him clean. He finally succumbed to pressure and washed a few months ago. Love that. I've got to look him up right now. God, I just... His favorite meal was porcupine and he lived between a hole in the ground and a brick shack built by concerned neighbors. I mean, this is quite a story. Yeah. This is, whoa, what world's dirtiest man. How about world's most interesting man? I know I'm, I love him. And in this photo that I am seeing of him, he is smoking four cigarettes at once. Oh, Oh, okay. It's not really for health reasons. (laughs) Yeah, it says he was also fond of smoking, being pictured on at least one occasion puffing on more than one cigarette at once. The man lived till he was 94. And he could have lived longer had he not bathed. He had not washed or brushed his teeth for 35 years. And that was in 2009. So anyway, I just want to... Oh my gosh, see that for me, I can't do. Not brushed his teeth. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. 
Well, dental health is tied to, like, if you get an infection in your mouth, it can go into your bloodstream. He lived till he was 94, Haley. You're right. No, you're right. <laughs> That's he, it. Bathing killed the man. Bathing killed the man. <laughs> I just Claire, thought that today and I was like, wow. This if is your new so- Twitter bio isn't just bathing killed the man and then a link to this story what was it all for <laughs> what was it all for what was it all for so anyway i just wanted to make sure you guys do that <clears throat> no okay. actually we'll be doing a full deep dive on that tonight thank you i can only read so much of this article because now the guardian wants me to contribute i recommend the bbc world article i tweeted it oh. on my twitter if you go to at claire oh, you, on twitter you tweeted, you tweeted it on twitter yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> i just like the clarification of i tweeted it on my twitter <laughs> yeah of course um love it okay good i'm gonna read about him you sweet thing i'm sorry man the pressure must have been intense if he held out for 35 years and finally one day he's like fine i'll do it and then he became ill shortly after yikes and the- you know that day when he started to develop the cough or whatever took him he was like i knew it yeah, he's like, you villagers, this is on you. His last words were, this is on you. This is on you. Which, honestly, if I, if things go according to plan, those two will be my last words. I hope they're mine. This, <laughs> this is, is on, on you. you. This is on you. And I do a sweeping point to everyone in the room. <laughs> hey, and at least I, your last words are recorded. Huh? At least they're recorded. That's right, here on this podcast. That's right. Um, all right, fave self-care. Let's get into it. Um, um, who wants to go? I'll, I'll go first. Um, okay, let's hear it. My favorite. Wow. I really experienced joy this morning and it was plugging in my new Glade plugin in my office. I have oh. never used a plugin before in my life until I've gotten this office. And like a couple months ago, I was in a different person's office and I was like, oh my gosh, it smells so good in here. And she's like, yeah, you got to get yourself a plug-in. And I was like, what? And she said, get yourself one of the Glade oil Febreze um, plug-ins. And I did. And I got like the, it was like a bamboo scent or something. And it just smelled so good, so divine. And well, it's gotten cooler here. And so I decided I needed a cozier scent for the cooler months. And so today I plugged in my fall, like, pumpkin caramel um, spicy smelling plug-in and I was just like sitting at my desk experiencing like actual glee from it I was like I've I would have never thought a Glade plug-in could do this to me but it is and so I'm loving it I forget about Glade plugins yeah I I remember I can remember I used them and I've used them before but it's probably been 10 years yeah, I never. And they are delightful. It's like this sense you can control, like how strong it is, and um, it's great for like smaller spaces. It's not overwhelming, and it really does add something. It makes it just feel a little more homey. Um, yeah, totally. Well, it's like like burning a candle, but that's frowned upon in a workplace. Yeah. So you're getting that scent and that coziness, but without the you know fire starter. Yes. Risk. Yeah, which I do have a candle on my desk and I have burned it one time and someone said, you got to blow that out. I was like, okay. Okay, well, you know what? Honestly, fine. I'll light really this plug like, on fire then. I was waiting. I, I lit it knowing like this 
may not be allowed, but I'm going to wait for someone to tell me. And they were pretty quick to tell me. Um, so anyway, my Glade plug-in and then my self-care, I was really proud of myself on Sunday and I've been trying to, so it's only Tuesday and I've only really done it once, but I felt the joy of it. And so I'm trying to like remind myself of like winding down earlier, not like, like turning the TV off, going to my bed and actually getting like a good amount of sleep. Cause like on Sunday night I was in bed, I was like asleep by nine 45 and it was Ooh. glorious. And oh, then I thought, yeah, I was also tired. Like last week was the week coming back from Charleston and it was so busy that like, I finally just needed to snooze for a long time, yeah, but right. um, it, it really is beneficial to get good night's sleep. I don't know how many times in my life I'm going to have to learn this lesson, but um, once again, I'm here to tell you that it really does make a difference if you get sleep. Oh, <laughs> Taylor yes. says it's a lesson you don't learn. It is. It is the lesson. I can't I remember what song she says that in it, but she says that I remembered it. I was like, hmm, that's a good lyric. The great poet of our time. Yeah. Um, um, all right. I'll pop in next. My favorite is a new eye cream that I have purchased. I got, I love an eye cream. Like I'm one of those, some people say that they think eye creams are dumb. I don't, I don't care. I think they're unnecessary for me. They're extreme necessity. I love an eye cream. I have to use it. I don't feel like I've done my skincare till I put on an eye cream. Mm-hmm. So I got a sample of an, it, I usually use, I've been using an Olay eye cream for years now. Um, and then I've dabbled in some others, but there's an Olay one from the drugstore that I really like. I think it's called, it's like Olay ultimate eye cream or something. Well, I got a free sample recently of an it cosmetics eye cream. Oh my God. Which one? Uh, um, well, I didn't write it down. I was just going to tell y'all it's the it cosmetics eye cream. <laughs> That's the, it's the you know one they make, you know, you it. know, it's the one in the, in is the it like, jar. is it the one that comes in that little jar with like the cork top almost no it, it's a silver top um here it is it cosmetics confident it's part of their confidence in a cream confidence line. oh okay. it cosmetics confidence in a cream anti-aging peptide eye cream oh i got a sample of it it's the texture for me it reminds me of a lawn comb eye cream i used to use probably five years ago it's like a balm sort of but a really light balm. So it's not a cream that sometimes are too slippy around my eyes. And I feel like even if I get a tiny amount, then I'm rubbing forever, Yeah. but it's not like an actual like Vaseline type balm. It's this perfect creamy yet that you kind of can just tap it in. It's not a gel. It's not a lotion. It is like a balm and it is, I really think it's doing a good job, but I also just really enjoy applying it. So I got the sample and I liked it so much. I blew through the sample and I actually, ended up purchasing it um, because it is a luxury product, you know, or one of the more expensive brands. It is like $40, but it's a pretty big pot and you're just using a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm actually shocked because I've not used a luxury type or a more expensive type eye cream in years since that Lancome when I used, which was also kind of a balmy texture. And when I used this, I was like, I forgot how much I liked that texture under my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it cosmetics confidence in an eye cream, anti-aging peptide eye cream. Oh, so right now on Ulta's website, which is where I got it, it's $39.50. It is on sale for some reason on it cosmetics website for $29.62. Oh, cool. But for some reason today it is $10 off. I don't know why. But anyway, snap you some. I love it. If it, it's just oh, it's just so oh, it's a dream to put on. Oh, that's good to know because I've I've used the same eye cream now for a little while. I use the Mario Badescu Hyaluronic eye cream. 
And mm-hmm. I like it, but I'm always wondering if I could have a better eye cream. And so yeah. maybe I'll try and get a sample of this. Yeah, I got a little, and it, it's just, I, yeah. I've not been using it long enough to promise the effects, everything it promises, but it cosmetics, I feel like is a good brand. And they, they're one of those that heralds themselves on all the research they've done. And so I feel like I'm like, okay, this confidence line, I think is good. Okay. And then it's actually really funny, Claire, that you brought up lotion earlier because I was going to, my self-care is making myself put on body lotion, even when I'm really tired, when I get out of the shower, because for me, yes, uh, you have to, especially this time of year. And if I miss it, even for one day, I'm like, I feel awful. I just don't feel done. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't feel mm-hmm. done. No, I like, I, uh, you, I, I, I kind of just can't, I have to do yeah. it. I have yeah. to do it. Well, I missed doing it a couple times last week. Cause last week coming back, that's why I wasn't on the podcast last week. I just had too much going on, come back from the trip. And then last week was truly the most insanely busy week. Like I was just here and there and yonder and everywhere. And so there were a couple nights when I got out of the sh- shower, I just was like, I just, oh. I cannot do it. So I didn't immediately regretted it. And I realized I was like, no, yes, I saved myself three minutes or whatever, but I felt not great. And so I was like, you know what? I need to think of it as less of a chore and more of a self-care because I do love when you get in bed, if you shower at night and you get in bed and you're wearing like shorts and a t-shirt or something, or oh, and then you're lotiony legs. Like I'll oh, like, I feel so like, good. I feel so good. And I was like, why would I deprive myself of such luxury? So I always wish you could just like roll in some lotion and then get in bed. Like, so it's just the pop process, pump, 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 lather, like put it all over me, <laughs> pump, 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 do other things. Cause like, I got to do my feet. I do, I have no, every square inch of my body gets covered in lotion. Yes. Yes. How do you do the feet and not feel gross after like walking across the bathroom floor? I get my house shoes. I make sure my house oh, okay. is there and I immediately, and I also, I go, I go straight from like, usually I'll put my towel on the ground. So I won't like reuse that towel. So I'm standing on the towel. I do my lotion and I go straight from towel to slipper. Okay. That's a good idea because a lot of times I will skip the feet. Cause I'm like, you know what? I just, I can't, I don't know what like, to I do. I don't want to get hair on my feet. Yeah. Like, yeah. All I don't a slip and fall accident. Um, <laughs> so. well, I, I'll skip my feet, but sometimes I'll put a little like aquaphor on it and then I'll put a sock on and, oh, I, yeah. and it's hard to sleep with socks on, but knowing that I'm going to have like buttery oh. socks feet the no, next I sleep day. with socks on in the winter time. And honestly, visibility for sock wearers in bed. I know people are trying <laughs> to hate on it, but sometimes I simply cannot rest until my little toes are covered. No, there's a time and a place for me. I used to be very anti-sock in bed, but winter time, if it's a cold night, have to. I feel like nine, I don't care if I'm on sweatpants, a sweatshirt, I could be sleeping in a toboggan, which I have done before on a terrible camping trip that these girls know about. Um, But (laughs) if I'm laying in bed, I've got 50 blankets on me and I'm the least bit cold. If I don't have socks on, I'm convinced it's my body awesome. heat is shooting out my feet. Yes. I'm convinced. So like, yeah, if it's cold, I've got to put a pair of socks. Otherwise I hate it. I hate it. I think it feels terrible, but if it's cold, I'm like, cause for me, if my hands or feet get cold, I'm done. My, the day is over. It's misery. It's, it is true misery. So anyway, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so for me, I was just like, no, I need to lotion because it makes me feel so good. And these three minutes I save is not worth me the whole next day being like, 
or if I have on like a dress or something, then using, cause I keep a bottle of lotion on my desk. It works, put on my hands every time I wash my hands. I'm in there when no one's looking, putting lotion on my calves. Cause I'm like, Oh, they're so dry. <laughs> my legs are ashy. My legs are ashy and they're hurting me. So anyway, use that lotion and use Vaseline advanced repair, unscented intensive care lotion. I love, yeah. As Claire said earlier, she's a Vaseline truther. I think I am in a way as well. I'm, I'm Vaseline. I'm aquaphor all about them both. Yeah. But the fact, something about this lotion, it's the Vaseline in it that turns it up a notch that turns me into a sexy sock wearing baby. I'm a sexy baby baby. with socks on. All right. Hit us with it. Jay Quizzle. Um, so my favorite thing this week is, um, a little show called The Watcher on Netflix. Really? Um, so I know. So and we already we talked about it a little bit last week, Haley, where I was I like, know. Oh, I, know. Know. I was like, you, I finally okay, I I finished it and I enjoy it. Um if you listen to Radio Rental, they did an episode on this, and it's basically like these people buy this big house. They start getting these letter, these like creepy letters, um, and that are like, oh, someone's watching you. And then this show is like very loosely based on that story, and it's like this big elaborate thing. Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Um, all of these other like really well known actors and actresses are in it. Um. I don't know. Didn't love it, but it's just like one of those shows where it was just kind of fun to watch. And I'm glad I finished it. Everything. It's what everybody's talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I I am glad I finished it. Um, It's not like the same level. I feel like a lot of people are talking about it. Like we talked about white Lotus or like one of those or like, um, I don't know, like kind of like one of those other shows and it's not as good as that, yeah. but it's so, it's like so fun watch. So that's my favorite thing this week. Um, and then my self care is this week as I finally got one of those little guasha things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I'll report back. I started using it yesterday. I don't know. I'm still kind of trying to learn how to use it. I've watched a lot of TikToks and YouTube videos on like what angles I should use on different parts of my face, when I should use it, what kind of serum I should use on my face when I use it. Uh, I don't know. So I'll report back. But the before and afters on some people are wild. Oh, I know. I have one. And I think if I could just force myself to get, dedicate myself to using it regularly, yeah. Claire has one respect to you, Jacqueline, for if you commit to it, because that's the thing too, is like, yeah, I've seen all those videos. I'm like, wow. And I've got one and, uh, and I'll use it once a fortnight and then and I'm, who, and I'm oh. like, and why is my face not perfectly sculpted? Is this not enough? I wore, I wore my eye patches once this quarter and you thought now about it. So that's like, enough. Yeah. I like a one-time use thing and I want instant results. I want a gua sha. I want an eye patch. I want to work out once I want, and I want to look unreal. Like a sexy baby. Like a sexy baby. Truly guys, that is the new bar that has been set. It is. Sexy. Thanks a lot, Taylor. Better bodies, sexy baby. Lord. I think we're done. I think we We are. 
girlies. Get it. Uh, Get off let us know y'all's favorite song. Um, and also enjoy our uh, Instagram post, Jacqueline Made R, because everyone's been recreating the Midnight's album cover. Jacqueline, courtesy of Jacqueline, she made ours. Love it. Honestly, that probably was taken about midnight. <laughs> uh, probably. Probably <laughs> was. was <laughs> Honestly, it probably was taken about midnight. It's a great picture. Let us know what you think. Comment, like, subs- subscribe, do all the things. You know what to do. But let us know your current favorite. Literally, at the moment you hear this, tweet us. DM us, whatever. Tell us what song you're crushing on for Midnight's. Yes, we need to know. We need to know. Yes, we need to know. Okay, thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Email us. Um, tell your friends about us because that's the gift you can give us, okay? Yeah. Thank you. We love gifts. We do love gifts. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.